this is um and this is check it after the table where we discuss movies books music and stuff today we are discussing plus and minus episode 12 piece i know it has been a very long time since i've made a recording for this podcast the reason being i don't know why but i caught covid twice this year this time it lasted three weeks and you're supposed to build up like this immunity each time you have it maybe I've had Omnicron twice this year and it's like no immunity was built up. This time was the worst so far, but I'm almost over that. Still taking my medicine, it's getting better. I thought, you know what? It's about time to make that episode on the 12th episode of Plus and Minus. So, episode 12 of Plus and Minus. Wow, peeps, it finally happened about three weeks ago, the same time I got COVID, but anyway, actually four weeks ago now, probably, anyway, but that episode was absolutely awesome, very, very cool, so the episode opens with Fu Gong and Jing deciding to be a couple, I love that scene because Jing has ran to the baseball field, Fu Gong has ran to the baseball field, Fuli Gong pulls out of his suit coat pocket the baseball that Jing had written Forever Minus on, and he takes out his pen and puts Forever Plus, and then he throws it to Jing. And then he walks up and he says, I'm sorry. And I know a lot of people at this scene were like, well, he should say more. He should elaborate on why he's sorry. And I'm going, he doesn't need to elaborate. No offense to anyone who commented that way. But we know from episode 11, after Jing talked to his dad, that the whole reason that Fu Gong left Jing for that brief period was because he knew that Jing was having trouble with his dad regarding their relationship. And Jing had just lost his mom, whose dying wish was that they have a happy family with him and his sister. I failed to see why Jing cannot have a happy family with Fu Gong in his life. I mean, Jing already has a pretty happy family with his dad's and her getting along okay, and his sister and him are not fighting, but anyway. So, all of that being said, Fu Gong comes up and says, Fubishi, which means I'm sorry, remember. And Jing, I think this scene, I have to say, you know, I really didn't like Jing too much in this beginning of this series because he seemed kind of, no offense at all, but stupid compared to Fuli Gong's character. But I have to say by the end of the series, although I still think, I still think he's a little stupid compared to Fuli Gong, but the point of the fact is, I think he is a much better person than you expected. Kind of in the same way when you watch Bad Buddy and you're watching Cran and Pat interact and you're going, Pat is just kind of a jerk at the beginning, but by the end of it, you're going, there is no one on earth who is a good fit for Cran other than Pat, in the same way that Cran is a good fit for Pat. So, yeah. But I would have to say, you know, it's kind of the same feeling I get when I watch Plus and Minus with that, because really, Jing, it's like, once he decided that he liked truly gone, he just, he was like, this is my person. That's it. End of story. This is it. We're going to be together for the rest of our lives. 
Good hooks. And you know, I think it's interesting because we've had Bad Buddy this last year, and we had Plus and Minus, right? I mean, within six months. And I think the the interesting thing is both series show the one character with Pran or with Fruly Gong, who are both demisexual, meaning that they really just care for one person and that's their person. They might not be with that person, that's really not the point, that's just their person. And in the same way, when Pat decides he likes Pran, and when Jing decides, like in episode seven, <clears throat> that he likes Fu Li Gong, that's it for them. It's like they are walking around with blinders with only that person in their head. And you know, I really think it's interesting because when Fu Li Gong in that baseball scene, at the baseball field, says, Dubashi, all Jing does is he grabs him and gives him a hug and says, you know, this is the best birthday present I have ever had in my entire life. And he doesn't, you know, go up and go, why did you do this? Because he knows that the reason that Fu Li Gong did what he did in episode 10 was because he truly cared about Jing and he didn't want to cause him any trouble. You know, I think a lot of the people who were upset with Fu Li Gong's actions in episode 10, it's not that Fu Li Gong did what he did because he didn't like Jing. He actually did what he did because he loved him to bits and he didn't want him being hurt at all. So I think, you know, it kind of has to do with his personality, but also with his mind sitting there going logically, I can't have Jing lose his dad over this, or I can't have Jing not have a happy life. And so the next scene, they are talking with Fu Li Gong and Jing go to the restaurant where Jing's dad is. And yet I really liked this scene in particular because they just decide to have a family conversation. Jing's dad is across the table, Fruli Gong's dad is across the table, and Jing's sister is, I mean, all the family that is there is there. And they just sit down, and Fruli Gong said, sits there, and he finally sits there because Jing's dad is just sitting there not knowing what to say about all this. And Jing's dad, or Fruli Gong's dad, looks at Jing's dad and he goes, I'm tired of this. Just say what you need to say so we can get this over with. And Jing's dad says, you know, Jing, Fuli Gong, I'm sorry for what I said before. It was not because I don't like either one of you boys. It's simply because when you become a dad, there are things that come up that you're not expecting to come up and you don't know how to handle them. And I'm going, you know, that is so true because I'm going, as a parent, there are things that come up in life and you're sitting there going, I did not see that one coming, but it has come. And how do you deal with this? And I think, you know, that is the, that is the moment of truth, as they say, because you're saying they're going, how do I react? How do I not react? Maybe is the best question. But I think, you know, what Jing said, he's like, I'm sorry, boys. I didn't mean this bad towards you. It's not because I, I think you guys are doing anything that is wrong. I just wanted both of you to have, you know, good lives. And it's at this point that Fu Li Gong looks at Jing's dad and he goes, I'm sorry, Mr. 
can't remember his name. I'm sorry. But anyway, um, she says, I told you that I was going to break up with Ruby Gong. And if we broke up, it was because I wanted Jing to have a better life. But I think that Jing will have a better life if we are together. And I think we should care about one another because what we have is worth caring for. And so that's what he says. And then Jean goes over and kind of razzes his dad about being bad parents. But anyway, and they have um, dumplings because it's winter solstice. The next scene is, um, it is Jean's, Jean's birthday on winter solstice. And then the next day is Shirley Gong's birthday. Well, they are going back home after having them meeting with their folks and I'll have that discussion and everything's better now. And um, Jean goes and gets this, I don't know, kind of a, you would call it like a bagged cake? I'm not sure. Anyway, some kind of bagged cake. And he has a lighter and he says, and um, Fruly Gong's like, you're going to eat this as your birthday cake. And he's like, well, there's no time. The cake shows are all shut. This is my birthday cake. I'm going to make three wishes. I'm going to wish that you only care about um, one person, and that one person is the only one you care about. And basically, he's kind of razzing with really gone because he's, he's upset that he was seen hugging Nikita. Now, I will say, he didn't hug Nikita. Nikita hugged him. I think we need to really... Um, observe that fact, but anyway. So, and Fuligon just looks at him and, go, and he says, and I always want Fuligon to tell me the truth is my second birthday wish. And Fuligon's like, I told you nothing happened between me and Nikita. It was just a big misunderstanding on, my, on your part. And she's like, I know. I will go and apologize to her because I should have treated her nicer, you know. And, and then Fuligon's like, are you sure you always want me to be honest? Because that could be not maybe the best thing for our relationship. <laughs> and and then he's like, and I always want Fruly Gong and I to be able to be together for the rest of our lives. Well, he, he doesn't say that out loud. He's just thinking that. I don't know why Thurgish is silent, but anyway. And then he hands the cake to Fruly Gong as the clock strikes midnight. And Fruly Gong says, well, I want everyone to be able to have their own happiness. I want... Um, all of us to be in good health, and I would hope that Jing is always happy. And those are his three wishes. We then go to the law office where they're taking down, I don't get the whole wreath scene, I'm sorry. I think it was there to add levity, but it's just kind of strange. But anyway, they have a discussion on whether keeping up the wreath, whether taking down the wreath, whether giving the wreath to the newbie. I don't really get that whole discussion, but anyway, it's in there. And um, then Jing comes back to the office, and Fuligong says, where have you been? Why are you late? And Jing is like, well, I had something important to do. So is this the nagging that people talk about? And Fuligong, and he's like, are you are you worried that I'm going to go and run off with someone else? And Fuligong is like, no, I'm not worried you're going to run off with anyone else, but that's kind of weird. Well, the next scene is um, Fuli Gong and Jing are at Fuli Gong's apartment. I'm still confused if they have the same apartment or if they have different apartments. Apparently, they have two different apartments, but they say they're roommates at the beginning of the 
the series, so I am very confused about the whole thing, even though I've watched the series twice, because I watched it again when I had COVID. I was like, I am sicker than the dog. I might as well do something that's somewhat fun. <laughs> so anyway, but they're back in Jing's apartment. Or no, they're back in Fuligang's apartment. And Jing has brought back the box of the flowers, the box of all the stuff from their relationship to put back in um, Fuligang's apartment. And he says, this is, this is your apartment. This is where we watch the movies. This is where we fall asleep. This is where we um, cuddle. <laughs> and, you know, all that. And um, at the end of his little discussion about being romantical with music, I was like, you know, we don't really need all that, but okay. So it was a little too sappy for Anna. But anyway, we got through that discussion. Um, Jing proposes to Fuligang and says, you know what? Why don't we just stay in this drama together if you're okay with it? And um, Fuligang says, sure, we can get married. So they decide to get married. The next scene, um, Fuligang goes to see Jing, who's trying on a new suit. I'm not sure if it was for the wedding or something else, because it's not the suit he wears at the wedding. And um, he is genius. He's like, um, did we forget to invite anyone? We need to write thank you cards to everybody. Um, I'm really freaking out. Should we wait to get married? Not because I don't want to marry you, but because this is happening so fast. And I really do want to be with you, but I am worried that it's too fast. I could, you know, be rushing into things. Maybe we should wait. Um, what do you think? And really don't like, and he's like, I really think the main thing is I don't want to hurt you by rushing into this relationship. And Philly Gong's like, we've known each other our whole lives. It's going to be okay. And I love how Philly Gong just kind of sits there and goes, we're not going to hurt you. It will be all right. We will make it through this. And why don't we have the wedding at somewhere that keeps you calm? And it's all okay. We have plenty of time to write the thank you cards. It's a small wedding. We didn't forget to invite anyone. Just breathe. And we can move into a bigger apartment for both of us when we decide to get married instead of trying to decide which apartment we're living in. So Fuligang just kind of calms him down just a bit. And then they go and have their wedding pictures, which I do have to say the two things that I really liked about this show was number one, even though I didn't like it in many ways with the I Do Do Love and House couple coming in to file for divorce, I did like that we saw that, you know, it's not all roses after people fall in love. It's like, I think, you know, it's interesting because a lot of the rom-coms always end, you know, at the proposal or when the couple's moving in and starting their life together. And like, there is so much that happens after that point that the camera cuts out. And I'm like, that is really quite the important stuff. How do they do laundry, for example? Do they have a battle over how to fold the towels? That is interesting. But anyway, but the thing that I think was unique about plus and minus is we did get to see how you know, the couple from I Do Be Loved in House resolved their difficulties. And the main thing was, it was so simple. Really, it was just Jin Yuzin saying thank you for being there for me in a way that he couldn't say before because he's Jin and he's dealing with Shi Li, who also has a very hard time expressing himself. So I'm like, you know, you got to see how people resolve conflict positively. And also you got to see how, 
you know, in our modern society, most people, like I think I was just reading an article in Japan, for example, most people over 30, like 25% aren't even considering being married. And, you know, I really think marriage is an individual decision. I don't think it's good to be married. I don't think it's bad to not be married. I just think that, you know, the reasons why people may or may not be married might be good, might be bad. Those reasons are the important not the fact that people get married or don't get married. But anyway, the the thing I did like about Plus and Minus is the two characters knew they wanted to be together for life. And they're like, you know what? We live in a country where we can get married. Let's just get married. Our families have known each other for years. We've known each other for years. Yes, there might be some hiccups. Yes, there might be some things that might not work out perfectly. But let's get married and we'll figure that out. And I did like that aspect of this drama because it showed that both parties were very committed to each other. And I think that's a very positive thing. If if both if both people in the couple are having a healthy relationship. And you know, I don't think either Fu Gong or Jing were rushing into marriage because they both had known each other their whole lives pretty much. And they both had decided, this is a person for me. We're going to grow old together. Let's just make it legal so that it's easier for if one of us gets sick, basically. I mean, if we can have that conversation, on is having a conversation. But anyway, the other thing that I really liked about this show is the, how do I say it? The kind of innocence of both truly God and Jing in their relationship. They're very, they're very decent people in their care for one another. And, you know, I think that's the thing that I really like, because I think, you know, in many dramas, in many rom-coms, in many shows, I mean, it really doesn't matter if it's a romantic show or not, you have a lot of people who really are just, they have passion, but they really don't have to care. And I think, you know, the thing that I really thought was interesting about this show, not to, because I'm going to keep this kid friendly first, okay, I really am. But the thing I found interesting was the couple had decided to get married way before they decided to do anything overtly romantic. I mean, of course, we do have episode seven, I think, seven, eight. But I'm just saying, for the most part, the couple really didn't have a lot of um, romantical stuff going on. And they still decided to get married before they had any romantical stuff. Now, I will say in episode 12, they got very romantical. You would have to skip that with the kitties, maybe. But um, I'm, I'm not sure what was with the... the I was like, what? why aren't they so attracted to the hands? But anyway, I'm like, oh boy. I was just sitting there going... I really don't get why hens are so interesting. But moving on, I'm like, I just don't get a lot of stuff. So I was like, that's just funny. I don't know. I was like, I don't quite get this, but okay, moving on. I'm going to skip and make this kid friendly. <laughs> but um, the thing that I did find interesting was I was like, we didn't have anyone really doing anything overly romantical until they're right about ready to get married. So anyway, but Fuligong and Jing have their 
wedding photos with just them and then also with their dads and their sister which I thought was really cool because the whole family was included in the picture. We don't really do that where I come from. It's like just a couple pictures. I was like, that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. So anyway, the whole family takes pictures. Then that evening, Xing is at Truly Gong's dealing with stuff on the computer regarding the wedding. And Truly Gong comes in with, with drinks for both of them and kind of sits there and Xing is like, we should have hired a professional wedding planner for the gong. We should not have done this on our own. And really gong seeing going, but someone looked like they were having so much fun. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> and he's just being kind of ordered, which I don't mean I'm like, it's kind of funny to see Fully Gong being comfortable in their relationship and just teasing Jing. And Jing grabs Fully Gong and um, hugs him. And Fuli Gang romantically kisses him, and then they have their romantical moment. We then skip to the wedding, okay? And when we get to the wedding, Jing is late for the wedding, and Fuli Gang is sitting there, and um, Nikita is there saying, this is how the wedding's going down. Here's our list. We've got everything ready. The best men are over here. And I think it was the people from Make Our Days Count, which I'm going, why are they putting that couple here? Because... If I recall correctly, the one couple person in that show died. I didn't watch the end because everyone said it's a brick, and that wasn't really my favorite uh, history one anyway. So anyway, but Nikita is there with her bullet point saying, we have got this under control, but what if your groom doesn't show up? <laughs> and she's really going saying they're going, what? You're worried my husband isn't going to show up? And Nikita's like, okay, I'm going. He'll be here. I'm sure it'll be fine. And and Jing does show up, but he was late because he had to get his keychains that matched for their wedding. They have a very short wedding. Like their wedding, I think, was simply awesome because they just had two people in the wedding party. The dad was there. Dads were there. The sister was there. Like maybe eight friends, maybe a little more. Okay, sixteen friends, and that was it. I'm going. That's a nice wedding done and dusted, not having to deal with a whole bunch of hullabaloo. I mean, most of the weddings I've been to are like six hour deals. I'm like, maybe people enjoy that one going. I think, you know, that, that was a nice wedding. So anyway, and they had uh, their wedding vows, officiated, etc. I really liked it at the end. It was like, your guys are never giving up. Is that okay with you all? They're like, yes. I'm like, I have never heard that of a wedding vow, but never giving up. I think that's it. That's a good one. I mean, sickness and health, okay, but never giving up. I'm like, yeah, that, that works just good. So anyway, they have their wedding. They have a passionate wedding kiss, which is kind of funny because um, Fruly Gong is saying, they're going, now I will never leave your side. And Jing is like, I'm grabbing you and you are not leaving my side. <laughs> and that is the end. Now we also have Mr. Lei and Yuki and the Lele who played the violin for the wedding and she tells Yuki and Mr. Lai that she is happy to play the violin at their wedding and Yuki says, okay. And then he looks at Mr. Lai and goes, when are, when are we having our wedding now? Um, I, I, I think I should have a ring and you should have a ring and we should just make this official too. And Mr. Lai is like, um, let's get through this wedding and then we'll discuss our wedding later. But, um, we also have a scene where Lele is telling her school paper about her two dads and how 
she has her normal dad and her movie star dad and her movie star dad helped her normal dad to have his dream of running a coffee shop and the laundromat and that both of them care about her very much and the movie star dad cares about her dad which helps everything to be better and everybody gets along and they all clap for her lovely little essay but um yuki and mr lai are a couple and um the wedding went off very well i mean i have to say i really liked episode 12 it was awesome the only thing i did not like about episode 12 is that we had to wait two freaking weeks for the spin-off final episode 13 i mean excuse me but that was really hard i mean we had nice episode 12 and then two freaking weeks i mean it was like i do be loved in house episode 12 all over again going two freaking weeks on that why did it take two freaking weeks to do okay anyway i don't know it was freaky but anyway that is my review of plus and minus episode 12 you can watch this on gaga Ulala. you can watch this on um vicky rukatan i do have to say vicky rukatan has very good subtitles the one on Gaga Ulala isn't bad either, so either one is good. So check it at the round table. Bye! I would give this episode an absolute 10 peaks. Although I will say if you're pretty, you might want to skip the scene regarding hands. Anyway, bye! <laughs>